0: My name is Monica Gleverman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to Nita Kershid, who plays Lata on the hit show, The Winchesters. The Winchesters is a prequel to the long-running series Supernatural and tells the epic love story of how John Winchester and Mary Campbell put it all on the line for their love and to save the entire world. So to tell us everything we need to know and break down all of season one, give us some awesome behind-the-scenes stories, and maybe a prank here or there, here's Nita Kersheen. So obviously I, you know, You've been asked all the questions, right? Like what it was like starting out, what, you know, this whole thing about Supernatural, what is the Winchesters, all of that fun stuff. I
1: think that from my very first audition for Lata, she kind of already felt like a version of me, which was really lovely to sort of like put on her shoes for a second. And I'm like, oh, this, this feels good. This feels comfortable. But there's also so much more to like paint on her. And it's also very helpful that she has an English accent. She's the, the the much classier version of myself. So the second I put on her accent and her clothes and like my posture changes and it's, it's, It's just so helpful, um, slipping on that aspect of the costume. And I think it's been so helpful also with Drake and Meg and Jojo, because the four of us have naturally had a friendship from the beginning to where when the cameras are rolling and we are, you know, John, Mary, Carlos and Lata, there's an effortless sort of chemistry there between us and our characters that just has helped so, so much.
0: I mean, it it definitely shows and the four of you, I mean, could not be a better match on screen, but when you first initially kind of read the script, did she have an accent or was that something that was added in? And then how did you do that? Because for me, I would be like,
1: <laughs> I can't do it. I can't pull that off. So what, how did that work out? Um, so I did know she had an accent when I was growing up. So I was born in Pakistan. And when my mom and I moved to the States, I would just mimic everyone, like my cousins. uh, I would mimic everything they would say. And that's how I kind of learned English. And not only would I mimic them, but I would like mimic everything I would hear on television and movies. And that's where the accents came into play. And I've always been such a fan of just knowing what other people sound like, what they eat, what they look like from all around the world, I think that's that's made me feel less like another my whole life. Um, so, yeah, it was something really special to be able to put that on.
0: When um, I heard you talking, I went, oh, my God. She doesn't have an accent, and then you guys, we did the press junket. Well, the press junket, the conference, like the press conference thing. So I watched, and which was super fun to watch. You guys are so funny. I'm seeing you all like <laughs> sitting there answering questions. I was like shocked by that. So you literally do it, and I know some people do this. You do it by ear, so you just listen, and that's just how you were able to do it.
1: Exactly, just listened and copied, listened and copied, and like this is ever since I was a little girl I would do this and the British one was the one I really feel like I would slip into all the time it was just it was my favorite I can't tell you why I don't know I think I mentioned earlier I just feel like I guess more like ladylike and there's like an elegance and I grew up doing ballet also so I think Somehow ballet and British just went hand in hand as the, the elevated version of Nitha. every time I would do either. It's like, oh, sick. You're a real lady today.
0: <laughs> as time has developed with her from the first episode to the finale, yes. she what I love about her is that she is such a strong woman. I love that the Winchesters is slightly different than Supernatural in the terms of times have changed. So <laughs> there's a lot of diversity there's a lot of um, sexual orientation that's different that, you know, that varies, which is fantastic. There's also a lot of really strong freaking women on the show that are kind of leading the pack and doing things. And, you know, she is a character that knows so much and is the knowledge, you know, like a lot of the stuff that she's putting forward is from her brain, which I, I love, I love it so much. How has that been for you as an actor to see some some progress we're not there yet the fact that we even have to talk about it to see the progress to see that you're on a diverse cast and then to be playing someone that is not only strong and capable i mean i love when she like pushes people like you know and she gets like a little nervous or whatever but she's still strong and powerful but she's super smart and is really pushing a lot of the theories in this group along throughout the season
1: I, i've always Said sort of from the beginning, I I see Lata as someone who, you know, when she was growing up, like books were her best friends and the characters in them or or the authors of them, if it was nonfiction, they were the people that really guided her and shaped her and made her feel like she has a sense of belonging in the world. And I also feel like that's once again, like sort of similar to myself as well. And I mean, it's such an honor being a Pakistani woman, as a lead on a network television show. I have dreamed of this for so long and to be able to say that, like, um, yeah, it's it's surreal because I always wanted that when I was growing up. I always wanted to sort of see someone who looked like me on television um, and wasn't just playing, you know, the, the gas station attendant. So to do that is, I mean, it it feels like I'm on cloud nine every day on set, and it's such an honor, and I don't take this lightly. And I want to, like, I look forward to expanding on Lata more and showing more of, like, the powerful woman that she is, because I think she's, she's learning so much about herself and throughout the course of season one. You know, her putting on the armor of of, um, being polite all the time and kind. And I think that's also a cover for all of the the shit she's been through in her past. Not only hearing, you know, the dialogue from her parents going through the the partition of India and Pakistan, having that sort of turmoil in the back of her mind, but also, um, you know, in episode 11, we learned she's been through a lot of mental and physical abuse and and everything that has shaped her she's kind of really pushing this like I'm going to be kind I'm going to be good I'm going to look to knowledge and that's going to be my power but at a certain point you know we can't we can't just be that version all the time and I look forward to sort of peeling back all of those layers and, and seeing more of the cracks within her because I think there is such a stigma behind like cracks and we don't want to show our cracks and our flaws and, our, and all of the other shades of ourselves, but that's what makes us human and relatable and that's what's going to be what's going to attract us to other like-minded people. It
0: is really amazing. And what people don't understand is, you know, I've covered a lot of shows and, you know, people have heard me say this before on this podcast and like seeing this recording, it's been over 20 plus years. The fact that I even have to mention sexual orientation, diversity (laughs) is like ridiculous at this point. Like, it's just so crazy that we even have to mention it, but if you don't mention it, we're not moving forward. Right. So like, I have to bring it up so that we move somewhere, but it's crazy that we're still having to move, if that makes sense, you as a human and as an actor and as someone that's playing her has the ability to not only represent diversity, which is something where just like you said, and you start to get emotional, but you like, it's understandable that there are little kids that are watching that look like you that have never seen anybody look like you. Mm -hmm. And they're seeing like, wow, that's possible. I can do that. And the show, you know, has a younger, you know, Demographic or or whatever, and then older people like me. I'm in my 30s, and I watch the show. I watch Supernatural, so of course I wanted to watch, you know, the Winchesters. But we don't see it, right? We don't see that on television. So you are going up against a woman, a diverse woman, and then your character going up against issues that have happened and abuse in her past. Those things. Just don't exist like on a show. Like it's just not normal. And and for people that are watching, it might just seem very normal. Like you might just watch the episode and go, "Oh, like that makes you know that makes sense." I want to learn more about her. Between you and your character together, you're breaking so many barriers that are not normal.
1: No, I I, I appreciate that so much, and and what you mentioned about <clears throat> you know not only her being Pakistani, but also her having all of this baggage (laughs) that comes with her I think that to me was the most one of the most special parts about playing her because I feel like when you know you kind of have put yourself in the other box for so many years you try to make yourself more palatable to other people and try not to show all of the reasons that you're different and try not to show you know all of the shit that you've been through because you just want to blend in as much as possible. And you just want to show like the bright bubbly sides of, you know, what part of the world you're from or, you know, why you talk a certain way, why your clothes smell like curry sometimes. It's like, oh no, it's delicious food, blah, 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 blah. And try to make it all, you know, palatable and, and, and digestible for people. But I love, love so much that, that there's going to be parts of her that aren't going to be digestible. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. And I mean, listen, and you guys are doing it because when you watch it, it takes place in the, obviously, if people haven't seen it, um, it takes place in, you know, in the 70s, you know, it's a different time period. You would think that some of the, and maybe in the future, some of those issues will come up and some of the characters might have to face something. Mm-hmm. But I kind of liked that for season one, it didn't really, because it made it feel completely normal and it made, the four of you, because all four of you have different things and obstacles that you're going through as actors and then as characters, it made it normal. Like there was no question. There was nothing weird. There was nothing. You know what I mean? And um, I mentioned this during my interview with Jojo you know, Carlos having a boyfriend or being interested in boys and, you know, and, you know, guys and girls and all of that stuff. It was, it was normal. Like him mentioning it to your character. There was no reaction. There was no nothing, which is how it should be. So like, I love the fact that it wasn't a storyline to push forward. It wasn't used as a, oh, this is like a traumatic moment for him. It was just a story for Carlos. And this is what's happening in his life. And you guys have all managed to do that together. And I love that it's like a little Scooby gang of the four of you because each of you kind of pulls out a little bit from the other and you have a safe spot with the four of you. But you guys are definitely moving the needle forward. And I love that about the show so much let's talk about costumes. So I've asked everybody this question. So I'm interested in what you have to say. I think they're the most beautiful and the most different and like intricate, you know, like they're not the most outlandish, like 70, but I feel like they're the most different looking and very specific to her, which I thought was very interesting. So I wanted to know what you thought of, obviously we got to ask about the outfit. So what do you think about the costumes, the wardrobe? Did you talk at all about it? And then favorite and least favorite.
1: Carrie, lovely custom designer, she called and she wanted to talk about, you know, a lot of style. It's like, oh yeah, let's, let's, the fun stuff. Let's go. Um, we both sort of collectively decided on, on a color palette for her to begin with, because I think she is like, what she tries to exude vocally on the outside is, is what she exudes, you know, in her clothing also which is like the yellows and the oranges and and the pinks and really tries to be the the lightness amongst you know (laughs) monster world that they live in and um same with like flowers like her pacifism i feel like shines through and in her patterns the florals and and the fun designs my favorite i feel like i get so excited to wear the tall boots with the heels because man usually when i'm on uh, uh, like a show or something they always put me in flats because i always tower over the rest of the people but drake is thankfully a lot taller than me and jojo and meg you just like feel so powerful when you put on the 70s style
0: is there something that you were like oh i just don't want to wear this
1: in episode five and i didn't it's not that i didn't like the outfit i just didn't like what happened to the outfit because in episode five when we were filming The scene where the four of us pull up and we're trying, I'm sorry, the five of us because Demetria was with us. um, And we pull up and we're trying to find Demetria's son, Tony, or Ada's son, Tony. That was the hottest day I have ever existed on this planet. And it was so hot, so humid. And I was wearing this light denim colored, very tight, bell-bottom jean. And when I tell you, I sweat through that jean. Not only did I sweat through that jean, but I had big old sweat stains in the jeans. Like just the lovely butt sweat, thigh sweat, all of it just really showed. And uh, so on our lunch break... definitely had to take those off air them out and then let the sweat things dry before we put them back on it. was so humid and hot at nighttime, like in the middle of the night when we were shooting that they you know I usually always have like the, the straight hair with the middle part they had to re-straighten my hair because it expanded about <laughs> five times and started getting wavy and frizzy so they god bless them for what they do they really help us not look like sweaty buffoons over here
0: <laughs> no because you guys always look perfect and i and i was like oh my god if i was on that show man they would they would like want to fire me because they would be like this is your hair is this this is here the <laughs> makeup are dry i'm like my back's sweating. what do i do and i just oh, like a million people with like little fans like around me and i'm going i'm so sorry oh so my I god i
1: apologize Oh, the fans are very real. They Oh, I know. I've been
0: on set before and I see like a two. too. They would need like five for me. Cause I would be like the back sweating, (laughs) this is sweating, the legs sweating, my face is Like just surround me. I'd be like this. Or I know like even sometimes, I don't know if you guys do this, but I've been on sets too, where they have a car running. Like when it's really hot and there's like AC in the car and I've hopped in that. Like when I'm like, you know, and again, I'm just the journalist like interviewing people, but I go, how the hell are they all doing that? And the second you hear, coke. Everyone's like, and everyone's like running to get into the AC.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like the the, the AC tents and then the AC vans that we had on standby. And then I was, yeah, definitely the one holding two fans and just airing out the pits with the fans just trying to get those to calm down I'm like please god my poor classmates I don't know if you heard about all like the farting that happens on set so let's discuss
0: this I've heard rumors but nobody has finally addressed it okay and I was gonna ask Meg because I'm, I'm talking to Meg after you um I think in next week or so I was going to ask her about this because I know Meg will tell me straight up. Girls talk straight up. The guys kind of hide it a
1: little bit. I'm very surprised that he hit it because he is not for doing it at the worst moment so that just this whole sweating conversation just sparked an idea you know come season two
0: so drake is like and this and like i've heard the rumors so that we have an official now on the record uh-huh. Uh-huh. Drake is the wor- he's the worst one which kind of Ooh. i'm not gonna lie kind of makes sense because jared and jensen i Ooh. they'll probably each say the other one was worse In Supernatural, they did, like, the mystery spot. They did the French mistake. All these really fun, like, cool, like, offset episodes that were just iconic and became, like, legendary. So I want to know, like, what would be, like, your ideal? So I guess I'll ask you that first before I tell you what Jake said and then what we sort of came up with.
1: I think I, like, pitched this. To Robbie at some point while we were filming I'm like how (laughs) how cool would it be if we did like a dream episode like one of they're all in the van but one of them is actually just like having this dream the whole time um but you don't know until the end where all of a sudden like you know one of their eyes just opens and you realize oh but it was just a dream and they're all just in their van off to the next hunt but it would be so epic if the dream was also, you know, another dimension or another reality, and all of a sudden they're trapped in like an old black and white, like Brom Stoke, Stoker ass, like uh, Dracula movie, and they all like they're all they're talking like this, like, "Honey, would you go mind getting me a tall glass of water over there?" Uh, why the hell are we talking like this? <laughs> and it's all of a sudden like I feel like Carlos would be the one to be like, "Why the hell am I talking like this? What's happening?" Oh, my God, we're all in a monster movie. We're all trapped in a... Yeah, you you get the drift. And we would have to, like, slay whatever monster in that dream and complete the whole movie before we could actually wake up and, you know, be transported back into the... Uh,
0: the scooby van i think that's a great idea and i think that would be so much fun (laughs) it came up with an idea we were so as we were talking i asked the same question and then he said that it would be fun if they did something similar to like the episode um where the guys were actors like you know so they were like what why are you calling me jensen why are you calling me so he came up with that so then we 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 continue the interview and then randomly, I don't know how it circled back. I said, you know, it'd be really cool is if you guys did something like that. But instead, you guys were crew and the cast were the old supernatural crew because so many of the actors have been coming on the show. Wouldn't it be fun if you were directing an episode? So like you don't know Jared and Jensen you don't know like, you know, um, Ruth and all of them, but they're there and they're filming. And you guys are like in this weird world. So like, literally he had, he was like, <gasps> like that. And I think I put a photo of him going like this, like on online. Cause I was like, oh, you guys can't wait. And he was like, I am literally when we hang up am calling Robbie. Like I he was like, I think that is genius. Cause I was like, oh, good. I've been on your show. Like almost every, I mean, not everyone, but you know what I mean? Like a majority of the characters have been on the Winchesters. Why not have them? And then they could be like real people. So you could be like Jensen, move a little over to the right. Jared, a little over to the left. And you guys would be like, what are we doing here? Like, we don't know how to drag. We don't know how to hold a boom.
1: Lot Jensen's forehead a little bit. A little too sweaty over there.
0: (laughs) Right? Or you could be like, you guys stop farting. We're in the middle of doing...
1: Jared, not another one. No silent but deadly. Not on this set.
0: (laughs) But I think that would be like such a fun episode where it's like totally that would really like canon all of us because it's so bizarre. It would be like a full flip, and it would be such a great way to bring people too bring people on the show that haven't yet. And like, what would you want to be if you were like, if they were like, all right, we're doing this. What would like Laka be like? What would we have her? Would you be like a boom, an assistant director? Like, what would you be directing the episode? What would you want her to do? I can
1: see her having little like director eye glasses that she would put on <laughs> for, for
0: this. The other thing is for you to kind of circle back for Supernatural. Obviously you guys are talking about it all the time. I'm sure every interview people are bringing up Supernatural. So for, for you, how has Supernatural helped in terms of forming the Winchesters? And then what is it like working? I know like obviously Daniel's there, you know, Jensen's there all the time. Jensen I make fun of because he'll have the headphones on and pulls them right off and we'll run out probably and give you guys stuff to do. Like I know the whole spiel here. So um, I wanted to know kind of what it's like having the Supernatural there because I know in the beginning was probably like a, a worrisome thing. But I think- it kind of dissipated a little bit but I wanted to hear from you and then what it's like working with like Jensen or Danielle or getting notes from Jensen and things like that
1: I feel like both of them have genuinely been so helpful and and you know with my character Latha, she doesn't exist as far as we know in the supernatural universe so I got a little bit more creative freedom because of that because there wasn't a sort of book to read on her like what she was like and um they've just let me really like run free with the creative freedom and Jensen. I feel like one of the number one things he says all the time is like, just have fun, like take risks. Don't be afraid to ask a director like, Hey, let me get one for me now. Um, Please. And thank you. And one of the other things he really instilled in all of us was that, you know, the crew and, and, and you guys, the cast, y'all are going to become family. And these people, especially because y'all are all filming away from home, like these are going to become your second family, your home away from home. And the importance of building that relationship and being kind to everyone and and not taking that for granted is something that he really instilled in all of us. And I feel like that's helped so much because it's true. Like these people are like my family.
0: So let's talk about the infamous moment on the show, the photo. So I saw this early and I was like, no, cause I had like, I had to hold it in. And then I couldn't tell anybody. And I was like, I- I'm waiting. So the, the episode airs where the they're like, you know, the photos are all like laid out and John's the one that picks it up. And, you know, and then they're like, wait, who's that guy? and they shoot over and like my reaction when I first saw it was your reaction when you guys were live streaming which I want to talk about too what was that like to read that in the script and be like holy crap there's a photo of Dean Winchester
1: it's just so cool when you have anything to do with Dean Winchester on our show like I feel like I mean I'll speak for myself I like I still geek out how could you not like he's Dean Winchester that's so cool to have him come on and have that sort of be the sneak peek of oh we probably will get to be in a scene with him was was epic
0: so like so that airs you guys decide I think it corresponded coincidentally I don't know planned whatever with Dean's birthday so you guys all decide to do a live So how did that go down? I think it's fair. I don't think he'll get mad at me to say that, you know, Jensen's not the most like technological person, which is probably why you guys were all the ones holding the camera and everything. I think it's fair to say, I don't think he'll get mad at me for saying that, but whose idea was it? How did this happen? And then what did you guys do? Cause like we saw a lot of it. What was that whole experience like?
1: I think the first live that we did was, uh, for episode six, but then Dean's birthday I think that was when episode eight was airing and so that's funny because Dean's birthday was that day and there was a massive tornado warning in New Orleans so it was myself and Demetria who were on set that day I, I can't remember but um we had to wrap early because there was um you know, tornado coming in so we all decided we're like oh like how fun would it be if we uh, just like all huddled together and cooked together and, you know, watched um, the episode together as well as celebrated Dean's birthday. So I remember like texting Jojo from Jojo and Bianca from <laughs> my I was getting my hair and makeup done in the trailer. And I'm like, before this storm comes in, can you all please run to Whole Foods and get these ingredients? Because I, I am the designated I I guess I can give yeah I'm the designated chef of the group so do I love doing all the cooking so I sent them the grocery list and then um, we all decided that you know when we wrapped early we would just go straight to Drakes and um cook a big meal for everyone for Dean's birthday and it was it was just so much fun it's those moments like that where I'm like wow this feels like such a found family how did you now I really
0: want to know this though how did you convince Jensen to come not only to come I I mean he always celebrates Dean's birthday so like I knew that he would probably do something but not only to come to this have a cake have a hat on I mean like all sorts of stuff you guys got him to do (laughs) how the hell did you get Justin to do that? And was Danielle through, I I feel like she was probably the voice of some of that, but how did you guys get that to happen?
1: That is, that is the magic of Danielle. That is, but also I feel like when we're all together, it's just fun. I mean, you, you want to hang out with, I mean, please come hang out with all of us because it's it's a
0: blast. I think I could openly speak for fans saying, more lives more lives so any of you guys feel like doing it um I would say go for it because it is it's a lot of fun to watch you guys together so we see this photo now as viewers we're not sure if they're going to show you know prior to everything airing we're not sure if they're going to show Dean. we don't know like so we see this photo we know he's involved but we don't know if we're going to see him so I was asking everyone and because of the time between all of your interviews um Drake kind of gave it away so I held it so like I didn't put it up yet but Jojo was good at kind of a I said that's a good PR answer which was kind of around it he's in it he appears right away so, let's talk about this
1: when we when we every time we read a script it's always like sort of like Christmas morning but reading this one was especially exciting because it's like oh Finally! Like, Dean has arrived! And to have it happen so early on in the episode, too, I feel like was so lovely for the fans to get to see that within the first, what, like, five minutes of the episode. Um, And then I remember for all of us to get to be in that scene with him at the very end was so special. And that whole night was so lovely, too. I mean, it felt like summer camp, the best moments I sort of like black out in because I'm so like, present and there and like a kid in a candy shop where I'm just trying to soak everything in toward after I don't remember a thing. but um, It was it was lovely.
0: I think this will probably be like my hardest question. So I don't know if you can answer it or not. But I don't know if you've seen the controversies online so there's a screenshot of jensen dean and you see the car but behind him are two people one fans have identified as bobby which would be um jim beaver so jim beaver was there on set we could confirm that okay who was the second person or was there not a second person this has been like going around and everyone wants to know so i don't know if you're allowed to answer or not but People are thinking it was cast. People were saying, I've heard all sorts of things as to who that was. Was someone on set from the show? I mean, like, I don't know what you can say.
1: I can confirm that there were two people with, with Dean.
0: With Dean. Okay.
1: And I think that anyone who hasn't watched the finale should go watch the finale. And this is my plug. Go watch our show. <laughs> like, go watch, watch still- it and try. I can give away that they were in, you know, a very angelic looking um out.
0: okay so like when I saw the photo too I was like and I was like no that's definitely I was like that's definitely Jim like I could tell right away and and then I was like trying to make out, and I'm like it looks like Misha but like I wasn't sure so, that's so funny
1: that I'll y'all... just I'll
0: confirm it for you guys uh,
1: Oh, I love how people were probably like zooming in and trying to figure yeah. out that oh proud. yeah yeah
0: like, well you know what it is you and Jojo aren't on Twitter so you guys aren't seeing it but on Twitter I mean like l- I was waiting for the finale to air obviously so it airs and I I hop on Twitter and it was like like that. And then there were a million photos and then people were just going, if you zoom in. So there's one, it's so blurry, but like with, with Bobby, you see the hat, like, you know, like the hat right away, the like the mustache. So right away, I was like a hundred percent. That's Jim. But then behind him, you see someone else. So it was definitely another person. Was it fun? Um. So this is um another question that I wanted to ask you too. And then I want to get back to the finale really quickly. And then, I have some fan questions. We'll wrap up. You guys have had Richard come on as a trickster, which was awesome. You've had Ruth, which was like, who? we're like, yes, Rowena. she's back. Um, I took a double take in the episode with Carlos singing because I'm watching just like everybody else. And then I'm going, wait a minute. And you know who got me? It was Billy. So, so like it starts playing and I went, wait a minute. I was like, was that Billy? Was that what I'm saying? I was like, hold on a minute. I was like, that's such a great way to like sneak them on. And also because you could always have Rob come on for other things too later. There's all these people, the finale, you have now Dean, you have Misha. So you have Cass, you, <laughs> have, I'll just put it if you, you don't get in trouble. We have uh, Misha or Cass, um, you have Bobby. So what is that like working with them? Because they're coming on, they've been on a show. They, they all range in years of the show, right? Of of being on it. They're all iconic people. So they're coming on your show. What is it like working with them?
1: Oh my God. Let me start off with Richard. First of all, the energy that he brings into a room is like, wow, Richard is here. He's bringing his A-game. I wish I could have gotten to work with Ruth, um, so I never actually met her when we were filming, but I did get to meet her at the Atlantic Convention, and she is the kindest, most gentle soul. It was lovely, lovely getting to meet her. But everyone, I mean, everyone on Supernatural that I've met has been so welcoming so just open-armed curious about us and I'm like oh you're curious about me shit that's really cool
0: <laughs> but how was it working because you know Jensen's EP right So like he's there and stuff but what was it like working with him as an actor he's Dean and then you have Jim Misha quote-unquote mm-hmm. Uh, So what was it like working with the three of them? Because that's like freaking iconic. I mean, like to have all three of them in that final scene. So what was that like working with them as
1: actors? I mean, once again, I will say they were the level of like inclusion and warmth. I felt from them was, was very unparalleled and it felt like it was a big playground. That final scene that we were filming, it was just fun the lightness was there, the passion was there, the energy was there, and just the brilliance that the three of them bring. I mean, once again, it was that moment where I was kind of just like, and it was good because for myself and Jojo, Latha and Carlos were kind of just standing and watching. And so we did get to sort of just have that as like Nidha and Jojo also just like watching the three icons just do their thing (laughs) and, and sort of interact about that.
0: Were they like, you know, on Supernatural, there was a lot of, a lot of joking, you would say, pranks and things like that. So when the three of them come on for like your final episode, were there like shenanigans happening with them? Or like, did they come on, shoot their scenes and kind of get it done? Like, what what was that kind of like?
1: Oh, the three of them were definitely joking quite a lot. And then, oh my, John Showalter too, he directed our last episode and it was Hilarious watching them interact with John also, like the banter, the dynamic, and I'm trying to think if there were any pranks per se. Or any
0: shenanigans even in between. Because I'm assuming like when while they're resetting, you guys are waiting and all of that stuff. So was there anything or even like advice or like whatever like went on? But they're just known to be, you know, I always say they're troublemakers, so they're known to be troublemakers. So I can only imagine what happened um in between, you know, filming or whatever was going on.
1: It's so funny because I feel like the sort of like the six of us were sort of fun, like we were on the pranking behavior since day 1 and then i mean they were the three of them were vocally very funny but i think no one really wanted to prank us i think they were trying to maybe be like you know let's let's be the adults in this situation <laughs> let's leave the kids alone <laughs> all right i will say we did pull one on on jensen <gasps> oh um, my god we need to hear this yes it was <laughs> so I mean, once again, dear God, the, the shit and farting humor that happens on our set is... Ew! Um, We got a fake piece of poop and um eco-friendly toilet paper, which we love. Um, <laughs> we got that. And we put the toilet paper and the fake piece of poop. Pe- piece of poop? Fake piece of poop. Is that a tongue twister? Holy shit. And we put it right in front of um Dean's trailer. And um yeah so drake (laughs) i put it right i think there's i just posted a video of that on on my instagram on one of the the slides and uh we put that there but then jensen literally would not go to his trailer we kept having to be like so you leave anything in your trailer did you check your trailer and just being really obvious about it which of course ruined the whole prank immediately and then he walks up and then I forget to film it completely but he's just like you guys are so immature (laughs) I was rolling over laughing he loved it though he loved it he was saying he's just like his kids and his dog will probably (laughs) get a kick out of the fake but it was it was funny now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, that was probably the worst prank ever because we had to practically lead him over the trail to the trailer to find it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, come here. And so
0: he's like, all right, what did they do? <laughs> now, what
1: did y'all do? What did y'all do? Was,
0: but was I, there a good prank that you guys pulled between like yourselves?
1: Um, so there's a bit of a pranking war that's constantly oh, happening between Drake and I. Yeah. Um it, it, he probably thinks that he's the pranking champion, but really, it is I. <laughs> it is yeah, I. So you
0: and Drake are, like, heading up
1: each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've written him some notes before, signed from production. Oh, everyone is a big fan of just scaring me. Also, JoJo all the time in the cast tent thinks it's so funny to, to just scare me out of the blue, and I will always be the one to fall for it every time so there's there's that and um I think we're gonna have to come up with a, a really big epic prank maybe if you have any ideas please
0: yeah like we'll it. have to talk I'll, I got some ideas for you but so you've written him some notes for production where he thought were legit probably and fell for things like that what has he done to you
1: well unfortunately I don't think he believed a single one of them uh. <laughs> there was Um, there was that oh just scares me left right and center also thinks it's so hilarious to always um, flick me off while I'm doing a very serious take that's that's a very
0: supernatural thing
1: (laughs) oh does everything in his power to try and get me to break he does this to Meg also but Meg is um, much better about holding in her composure I will break every single time so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, just gonna eventually get him back somehow. Yeah, we'll have we'll talk, something we'll talk.
0: I'm older, I'll come up with something with you. We'll come up with something yeah. good. We have to come up with something oh, really good yeah. for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll have to get him, but all right, so let's talk really quickly about the finale. So, where I obviously everyone's seen it, so at this, well hopefully at this point and if you haven't don't listen where is everybody at this point and like where are we ending with everyone how do you feel about where they all are and what is the latest on season two
1: core four is temporarily just splitting up and breaking up a little bit because john and mary have decided at the end of our finale to really give this a proper go and to see you know if John can hunt at night while Mary tries to figure out like who she wants to be in society now now that she's gotten out of hunting and really figure out who she is as a woman as as a person as as a hunter if she still wants to be a hunter there's so many unanswered questions for her which i feel like is such a beautiful analogy for all of us in everyday life and and for her to go and figure that out and be empowered in that way like first saying like no i'm, I'm gonna do this solo as a woman and i know i can do it but then realizing oh there's also power in leading with my heart as well. And my heart, you know, belongs to John. And, and for her, them to do that together, I thought was such a lovely way to end our season one. <laughs> and um, Jojo, I'm sorry, Carlos, I interchange names all the time. Carlos and Latha, they're very much like we're in the hunting game now Um, and they're definitely going to stay in it. I think there's a level of involvement from Millie to where she feels that she does have um, a lovely part to play in this world. And, and as well as Ada, I mean, Ada has her soul back in her, but we don't know if, you know, I mean, we saw the soul go back in her, but there's so many different areas we could take this i mean did it actually work i mean i'm such a newbie with magic myself to where i don't know if i did this spell correctly maybe i did maybe i didn't i don't know but um so many different directions where this could uh possibly go and as far as season two goes um i have some news <laughs> i was gonna go oh
0: that was neat <laughs> i'm sorry oh no i know that you guys should be hearing soon though because it's i'm looking at the date on my computer because it's march 9th so like i mean by may i would think if you don't know already if you know i'll hold it i'll hold this interview if you know but any
1: Mm -hmm. news yet i don't know anything yet um have they told you
0: anything are they are they saying like that they're you know that they're excited that they think everything's gonna move forward or
1: Look, I mean, I think everyone is extremely optimistic and excited that this story is going to be further told. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's all I can say, and that's all I know. <laughs> but we all... So we like this. So much more to tell. I mean, I was... Robbie, his brain just every all the the creative juices that are up there i mean i've i've heard some bits and pieces and i'm like oh my god like i i want to read everything and and see everything further come to life and happen in in a season 2 because these characters are just so relatable and so juicy and they just have so many different directions they can go in and that i just as as an actor i'm just really Pumped and excited to further tell this and peel back more layers and play some more monsters. So let's go. I'm ready? <laughs> fingers
0: crossed. We're keeping fingers crossed, like I said to everybody else, for season for season two for a renewal. Okay, so we're hoping for a season two. I'm now. <laughs> you've been with me for like forever, so I'm so sorry. So I want to. Um, I've been asking everyone fan questions. So if you have like a couple of minutes. I oh, will ask see. you some fan questions. So I tweeted out, I was talking to you, which by the way, I encouraged Jojo that it would be great to maybe not be so scared to come on Twitter. He, um, You know, they said that you were also a little not after. So I, I'm pushing a little bit for you guys to uh head over to Twitter. I do follow you both on Instagram, but just putting it out there. Cause there's a lot of love for you
1: guys on here. When we get a season two, I'm going to come on Twitter. I think. Oh, gonna- okay. All, All right. right yeah I mean, <laughs> totally. now, I,
0: now I'm putting this out there to manifest it so when the season two yeah. happens and you come on Twitter I better be the first follow <laughs> no,
1: okay so cool. done easy Deal. Done. Deal. <laughs> Deal. yes let's do it <laughs> All
0: right. um so I put up to send questions for you I got so many and by the way when I initially kind of teased that I was going to be talking to you some of the Winchester cast um you were one of the ones that Kept popping up that people wanted me to talk to, um, which you know I obviously had already reached out to you, but I was very happy to see that. So I w- thought you should know. Oh my gosh, there's so many questions. Um, people are gonna kill me. All right, so uh-huh. I try to pick something. So here's one right off the bat. Just it's not even a question. It's from at Iron A 2019. Her handle is Anne Dean's Aliveish, and she said, "No question." <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I know that's so cute. Uh, she said, or she or he said, no questions, just wanted her to know how wonderful she is. And she did a great job last night. Hashtag renew the Winchesters, the Winchesters.
1: Thank you so much. That that means literally the world. Thank you.
0: Um, Let's see. Okay. So this person. Okay. This is a good question. So at it's these names, I, I'm probably butchering. It looks like in Dean Cash Key too, but it's I-N-Dean c-a-s-h-e-2 and then the handle is pran gotham knight's error says if the winchesters continues what is one storyline that she's interested in working on also please let her know that she was absolutely phenomenal throughout the entire season
1: thank you so much thank you thank you all these compliments are lovely to hear thank you um One storyline that I want Latha to be involved in. um, I would love for Latha to have a love interest. (laughs) Yes! Woo! You know? Like, yeah, that would be be fun. I'm very curious to uh, explore that for her a bit. And um, also for her to just maybe potentially step into a little bit of, like, fighting. We'll see. We'll see. If that's where her heart desires, I think that would be, for me, selfishly as an actor, I think it would be a lot of fun to uh get into the stunt
0: world. So yeah, and like learn all of that kind of yes. all of that stuff. Yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. This one is from Brandy Tomlin 143. Her handle is Brandy T143 wishing for a Jensen hug and then it's cut off. So I'm sorry. <laughs> She's she or he said, First I love your character. What was your reaction when you first saw baby?
1: Mm, oh my gosh. I mean it- hot wow (laughs) that is that is a car let me tell you that much Mm -hmm. um yeah I mean it's it's epic I hope that Jojo also ends up buying the um which it's unnamed Jojo doesn't have a name for the van yet but um oh
0: it needs a name
1: it needs a name name. oh Um, what's the thing about that it felt way too cool sitting in the back seat I was like can I just like kind of stay in here forever (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's, it's awesome. Um, She asked a couple other questions, but I think one other one I'll ask from her was, were you as surprised as we were when Jack showed up?
1: You know, surprised? No, because I feel like, especially with Robbie, like we always can count on some pretty epic surprises and storylines and characters uh, being intertwined in all the universes. So surprised, no, excited, hell yeah yeah
0: oh, but by the way you're like my favorite person ever so like we're done we got we're talking more okay so um another fan at i think it's Bose cordell which i'm assuming is for walker which uh if it's not i'm sorry but it's at b-e-a-u-s-c-o-r-d-e-l-l um handle is fall season rian slash vampire and it's cut off so i'm sorry here's who know.
1: Already sold on
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> Here she would like to know, and I love this question what was her favorite Lata line?
1: Okay, there's a running joke on this because the amount of times in our ADR sessions that I've had to shout Cash! multiple different ways has been hilarious because Carlos has been the sort of damsel in distress so many times where I'm running after them um which is hilarious so yeah I'm gonna have to say colors like it's like distress with colors or colors or it's just all the different ways I've said Jojo's character name it cracks me up okay so
0: so now I totally have to ask you you have to give me like a really good one so like is when you're doing ADR, are you yelling are you yelling it or are you uh, saying it okay so will you give me a good one of you saying Carlos let let
1: me compose myself okay um (laughs) <laughs> it really breaks and starts laughing. <laughs> wait do you have one more time
0: one more time I loved it ah! <laughs> it's so funny because you're saying I think you're saying it so loud that it's like part of it is cutting out so you hear like Cough! oh no oh god but it's awesome it's awesome (laughs) well well we could do a quiet we want to do a quiet one a carlos quiet one
1: one where i'm like carlos what did you just say colors colors oh speaking of (gasps) oh answer it you can answer it we'll tell moran i don't want him to get mad okay literally (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I kid you not you called me as soon as I was telling Monica about all the different ways I have to say Carlos Carlos (laughs) Carlos so anyways let me call you later okay bye
0: (laughs) that is so funny that I think is one of the best non-scripted moments that has ever happened out of i probably the past 10 years of interviews that have the person call that we were just talking about that is nuts um that is amazing and when you turn the camera too you could you saw them right away like i that was that was great oh yeah oh, oh yeah i'm so excited i'm teasing <laughs> that i'm gonna be like guess who called in while i was talking to her
1: so um that was amazing oh my god
0: so funny um okay so i'm like i'm like oh my god that was so amazing we can't top that uh but- <laughs> see what other people ask i'm scrolling through scrolling through everyone you know wants a season two everybody wants a season two
1: same Let's
0: see a lot of like what would you explore in season two we kind of talked about that okay oh here's a good one okay so at in this whisper in the handles whisper um he or she would like to know what was it like emotionally preparing for the heavy scenes in episode 11 that's
1: a it- Great question. Thank you for for asking that. Um, I feel like Lata has become like a dear friend to me. So reading what she had went through and also sort of collaborating a little bit with Robbie in our wonderful writer's room regarding her background, um, it was a really dark place to explore and something that really made me feel heavily for her um and even though i was acting as her the emotions were coming from a place of i know how real this is and i know that many people including lata have experienced this and went through this and and my prep just came from a place of empathy and it also came from a place of you know knowing that this isn't the first time this story has been told and also just coming from a place of um pulling from a bit of personal as well as just experiences that I people close to me have been through um and I'll I'll just say empathy again I mean I think um just allowing yourself to feel for others and imagining what they've been through and and sort of taking off the veil of of judgment how you're looking like what you're performing like what other people are thinking and just going in from a really raw place was helpful and also just having a wonderful crew and Jojo being so supportive and like emotionally like there for me the whole time I felt like I could create from a place of like freedom and didn't have any judgment from anyone around me which was which was lovely I just kind of yeah, I just let myself go. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know how to explain it. It was just, yeah. It's, it's like a, a
0: moment. F- it's like a moment. And you just like kind of like do it and, you know, you put it all out there.
1: Yes.
0: 100%. And you definitely did. So um, let's try to end with a fun one. The photo of you is so cute, by the way, that I, I tweeted out. You have your braids and you're wearing the white crop outfit and you're like on the phone. Oh, yeah, see, on, see on. That, that's, here well I don't know if you can see it because here that's the photo <laughs> I use for people no. to ask questions so I every time I see it I'm like oh she's so cute um oh, thank you I was like she's so pretty you are, pretty. um someone had asked oh here <laughs> okay so let's let's end with this one because this is fun and she had asked this before and I couldn't ask anybody so um because mm-hmm. of timing but Ashley it's at Ashley Raylane 22 said or wants to know Um. What is your favorite Halloween costume?
1: Oh, hi Ashley. Uh, that is a really good one. And oh no, (laughs) under pressure. Poop emoji one year.
0: You were the poop emoji one year. Oh my God, we're we're so best friends. (laughs) One of
1: my friends who was with me at the same party was a fly.
0: Oh my God! Shut up.
1: Yep. So that's we, amazing yep yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is that was, so amazing
1: oh goodness yeah oh my gosh
0: i i literally love you so much that's, that's so amazing It's <laughs> like you're just like yeah that's what we did and it was cool oh, and it looked good God. so, yeah, but so just want know, <laughs> i just wanted to know i like i literally i love that that's amazing um just so you know literally a majority as i scroll through are literally no questions but other to tell you other than to tell you how much they love you mm-hmm. so let her know that she was absolutely phenomenal this entire season I had read the one about the no questions everyone's like renew it renew it we love Lata thank you so much mm-hmm. for Lata Lata's one of the best characters love her so much I relate so much to Lata thank you just mm-hmm. tell her how much we love her we see her um, in so many beautiful outfits I want to say huge thanks for giving us um, Lata, um, letting you know that she's great. We love her. I mean, it's just like over and over and over and over again. So just so you know, there's thousands of tweets of people saying that for you.
1: That means the world, and I hope to keep making all y'all proud and and keep giving more of of Lata and the Winchesters. So I'm genuinely, genuinely excited to keep telling the story and keep sharing more of Lata. So thank you. That means that means so much.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much for spending so much time with me. You've by the by the way, win because Drake was like an hour. Um, JoJo was a little over an hour, so you are the winner officially so far of the of the interviews. You are the winner, so champion so far. Oh, unless I yeah. knocked you out, but you are the winner as of right now. So congratulations.
1: Meg but, might beat me though. Meg might beat me. So you still, you <laughs> we'll know. see.
0: I'll have to update you. I'll, I'll have to message you, but. Yes. Um, I want to thank you so much because you you spent so much time with me. You went over everything. You answered everything. I think you're so honest. You're so endearing. You're such a beautiful person, and I understand the more I talk to you guys, the the reason why the four of you work so well. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see. And taking time out to answer fan questions and doing stuff like that is not things that everybody does. So I just want to thank you for just being fully open and having fun and answering Jojo's call and just (laughs) having a good time with me. And I just love you so much. And I'm crossing my fingers for season two. And I just want to thank you for everything that you do and what you brought on the screen this season, because it relates to, for so many people. So I just want to thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm soaking all of that in and yeah, I just have so much gratitude. So thank you. It was lovely chatting with you and yeah let's let's hang out
0: (laughs) we'll talk talk when i click stop oh really quickly i wanted to ask you um is there anything you want to say to fans that don't get to talk to you i forgot to ask you that oh my Um, gosh
1: Um, i'm so sorry
0: i forgot to ask that
1: you're so good i mean to all the fans we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys supporting us and watching our show and it truly means the world and i look forward to meeting y'all at more conventions please always come up and say hello i love y'all so much and hearing from you truly means the world and um all of your messages and sweet words i i truly take to heart and i go to bed with a smile on my face so thank you so 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 Hope so, 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 so
0: much. Okay, I'm not going to cry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Thank you so much. I hope everybody, you guys, um, listen to this and enjoy it. We love her. I know you all love her. Don't forget to check out the Winchesters. It's all available, all episodes now on the CW. So go check it out. Thank you so much. Sure. Until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Nita talk about all things the Winchesters, break down some of the the behind-the-scenes moments, and even talk about Dean's birthday, which was super fun. If you missed any of the episodes, head over to the CW app, where you could stream them all now for free. We're keeping our fingers crossed for season two. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, so you're updated on all of our video content.